welcome to the Surly Horns podcast. <coughs> we are uh, slowly but surely returning from the dead. Says RGB3. You. Oh, you do. <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm doing better than I was last Sunday. So last Sunday, coming back from the RV, I wanted to die. I thought, you know, this is this is going to be it. This is, it's been a good run. Time to call it. Like, we're done. Waking up, going to shower in literally the shittiest RV community shower ever. And I looked at myself in the grease-filled cobweb everywhere mirror. And I just told myself, you know, like, if this is it, we we, we did okay. And then, <laughs> then I showered in the blistering hot shower that it has. It's either going to be just cold as shit or hotter than hell. And so I chose hotter than hell and it blasted a little piece. A little piece of my soul is still left in that in that RV camp. And we 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 rode back with um, shout out Wu Lawhorn in his RV. He drove us back the entire way. I didn't eat or drink anything. I don't think so. Um, the entire way. Um, I'm a Mac got tacos. So yeah, <laughs> I got, I got a lot of tacos. <laughs> I ate really well and I felt <laughs> awesome. I was so pissed off. I bought some Pedialyte and I was filling up the gas tank and like set it down on the curb next to the gas tank. And I fucking left my Pedialyte there. I was so You didn't even tell me about the Pedialyte. So, I didn't even I was know. So pissed. I don't so think pissed. I had a Gatorade. I don't think I had a water. I, I I had like four Diet Cokes while we were waiting on getting the tacos. So so Dude, Arkansas was sold out of Gatorade though. They like everywhere we stopped in Arkansas, there was no Gatorade. That's why I got Pedialyte. Is is I don't prefer Pedialyte. I prefer Gatorade. But they, I mean, they only I mean. have they only have Propel in 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 Arkansas. <laughs> so so casualties from the trip. So we get back and. RGB three had got AIDS, um, yes. and and has been sick. That's why we didn't record last week. Not um, which COVID. is okay because everybody needed to. Everybody just needed to sit in their own pool of misery. Everybody needed to deal with their emotions in their own way. The board was a total fucking shit show for a week. Everybody wanted. Everybody, to, wanted, everybody wanted to kill themselves. Or, you know, do some rendition of, of like what I said when we were really drunk recording the last part of the podcast where I said playing Frogger in the road. Everybody had some feeling like that. And and it was the least it was the least activity that we've had on the board from a Wednesday to a Saturday since uh, I don't even remember since like the Kansas loss or something. People um, check out like. Yeah, my, everybody my was just out. like, I'm done. Write the season off. It's all terrible. Oh, oh, no, we suck again. And guess what, bitches? We don't suck again because Casey Thompson is the fucking truth. <laughs> hey, so the, the most important thing that I realized in our entire trip from Arkansas is that I left a portion of my soul in that godforsaken state. I left it like some kind of hillbilly horcrux. Like I'm Lord fucking Voldemort. There is a piece of me that will never be able to leave that state. And it's just going to be there until some kid wearing glasses with a lightning scar decides that he wants to kill me. There will forever be a piece of me in that state and it will never go away. So whenever <laughs> I, whenever I came back, whenever I came back. So Sunday, I feel like 
just terrible, like just absolutely terrible. But we make it back. We make it home. None of us had a sip of alcohol that entire ride back. We have like probably 300 beers just sitting in a cooler. And I shower. I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning. I realize, okay, this isn't a hangover. Like, you know, when you're over 30, you have a hangover. It's going to last maybe three days. If you're really getting Never trust a fart. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't, you don't gamble on a fart and, and you just, you know, try to just eat and repair your soul in, in some form or fashion. I realized, you know, I got the body aches I'm like, all right, well, I probably got COVID. If you're going to get COVID anywhere, it's going to be in Arkansas. I thought for sure that <laughs> I, I kept making that joke. I got back and I was telling people at uh, my child had a parent meet the parents event. And I was telling everybody, I was like, if I have COVID, I definitely just got it. Cause I just for sure. And yeah. so, so I go and I get a rapid negative. I'm like, all right, well, I still probably have COVID, but I got a negative rapid. It just hasn't shown up yet. I go get a second rapid the next morning. Nope. Still negative. I go and get the PCR test or whatever the fuck it's called. Like at this point you want COVID. <laughs> yeah, at this point I'm like, I know what it is. Like it's COVID. I go to an urgent care, get me an IV. Like they give me a flu test. This dumb bitch, and I'm pointing at myself right now. This dumb bitch got the flu. I got the flu. The regular flu. The regular ass flu when it's hot as shit outside, when COVID is just alive in the world. And I get the fucking flu. It's positive for the flu. I get my PCR test back and it's negative. So I did not ever have COVID. Somehow I managed to get the flu in Arkansas where, I mean, they've already spread COVID between all of, you know, between everybody at this point. Every single person in Arkansas has had COVID at this point. <laughs> so, so RGB has the flu. Uh, another member in the RV who is not me. Uh, has COVID. That sounds like and, a HIPAA law. You can't say that. It's, it's a HIPAA. It's a HIPAA violation. And and somehow mysteriously, there's two other people that are perfectly healthy and normal. Uh, I think it was the tacos. Fine, normal. The only all, the two people that fucking ate the tacos are fine. <laughs> but define normal, okay? So, <laughs> oh, I feel great. I felt great that that day after those tacos. I was completely rejuvenated. Um, because I knew. I knew whenever I was watching on TV again, when it was all janky and turning on and off and like I was trying to get on my phone and watch oh, it. Yeah, I, 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 I like I was very drunk during the game, but I distinctly remember we're talking about the Arkansas game. I distinctly remember the receivers being wide the fuck open like the entire fucking game. They were so open and I, it was just so frustrating because it was really clear that that Hudson card was just pooping his pants. And so whatever. Um, we're past that. The evidence now shows that Casey Thompson likes to score. <laughs> yep. I think we can all agree after the Rice game. Um, going back going back to the Arkansas game, last note. So you remember distinctly the game. I remember walking to, so we leave, what was the piece of play? Tony's. Tony's. So we're at Tony's. Shout out to everybody that was at Tony's. It was a great time. Met a lot of Surly listeners, a lot of Surly users. Um, super fun time. Pizzas could not get put out fast enough. They were gone immediately. Yeah, they were setting them down and the pizza was just immediately <laughs> just gone. gone. And, and, and the bar tab wasn't as bad as we thought it would be. 
Arkansas uh, is pretty cheap to drink in. Cheap. Those cider box were three dollars and fifty cents, dude. I was pounding them shiners, and we we drank them out of the. I think they had two kegs of shiner. We drank them out of the kegs by the time it was said and done. So I remember going to the game. I remember sitting at the game and watching all of the shit show go. And then I fall down at some point in the bleachers, which wasn't just because of alcohol. That stadium, those bleachers are tiny. I It was not a very comfortable seating arrangement at the Arkansas game. But uh, either way, we end up making it back to the RV somehow. Somehow, I remember I had a microphone in front of my face at some point. <laughs> Don't go back and listen to the last podcast. <laughs> it, was- it was very informative. It was very informative. Um, so, I mean, lots to talk about because everybody was soaking in their own misery. And then nobody wanted to watch the Rice game for fear of disappointment. And then I think what happened is people were checking on their phones. They may have been on Surly a little bit. And then they started to realize, well, shit, Texas may actually score more than 40 in the first half for the first time in a very long time. I wanted 100. I wanted 100. I was texting everybody. I texted everybody. I said, I want 100. Because they could have if they really wanted to. If they like put everything in their soul behind scoring 100, they could have. And this yeah. is the same rice that was tied with Arkansas at the end of the third. And the same one that looked pretty damn good against U of H in the first half, at least. So the only drive that Casey Thompson didn't score on was the drive where he threw an interception because he was getting the blown the fuck up. He was getting blown up, right? I mean, he was he was getting destroyed. I don't know that that's a like you take the sack or or you try. I don't even know that. I think he was just trying to throw it away, and I mean, like yeah. he was getting blown up though. No, like he was no, getting he hit. Wasn't tr- he wasn't trying to throw it away. He had Xavier Worthy wide open on that play, but he just couldn't get it. He there. Got blown up. He got, he got blown, blown up. up. But I'll say so. So for the longest longest time, I was a proponent of Hudson Card, not because I gave a shit about who was better, but from practice reports you hear you know you hear you know yeah, you play the younger guy he has a higher ceiling you play the younger guy he has more time to develop exactly. and everything and an extra it's, year it's just a bad position for casey it's, it sucks to sucks to be the you know the timing isn't there for you but yep. casey thompson he's a gamer uh, he's a gamer he's, that guy fucks that, that guy fucks that's the biggest thing is he's a gamer like it doesn't matter what you see on the practice field the kid is going to put it all out on the actual field and, you know, there there have been rumors about, you know, what it looks like kind of behind the scenes with Casey, you know, coming into the year. Maybe he felt a little entitled to the starter job, blah, 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 blah. Either way, now I think he has a kick in his ass and he's like, OK, well, now I need to go out and actually fucking ball out. Well, yeah, and now he's calling he's, he's calling touchdown plays. He's being like, hey, Bijan, guess what? I've seen this defense and you're about to score a touchdown. And and whenever it, it's not that it's this weird thing where he has some psychic ability or anything like that. This is what I was talking about kind of earlier in in whenever he comes into the game, the offense fundamentally looks different. They respond differently to him. And I think it's because he has some of this vocal swagger. It may be that maybe Hudson card sees the same things that Casey does, but he doesn't turn over to Bijan and say, Hey dude, you're taking it to the fucking house on this. Like that is getting, 
Bijan mentally prepared to go and take it to the house, right? He really wants to believe in, in what's going on. And I, I really like that that's the guy who's starting. Right. And yeah. we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll see what happens. We open Big 12 play against Tech, uh, who is absolute dog shit, right? They are, they are way worse than Arkansas. So You'd way hope. worse than Arkansas. <laughs> You'd hope. So I think the biggest thing with Casey is is not just he's a gamer, but I think it's he's more set up for this opportunity than Hudson Card. I think Hudson Card could be great. But I think he's just not there yet. He was obviously rattled against Arkansas. Yeah, like, he's twelve. He's he's yeah. twelve years old. Yeah, tops. Like he's still getting. He's like looking forward to getting his ear pierced at limited two. Like he's not even at. Like, he's yeah. not even at that level yet. Yeah, so, Casey Thompson has his clip pierced. You know, he he fucks. <laughs> you made me cough on that one. Holy shit! Yep, <laughs> yep. Let's just go with that. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, man. I think I think Casey Thompson is just built for the experience. He's built for the moment. And, you know, he showed you that against Colorado. And we talked about Colorado, Colorado shitty. And, you know, it it remains to be seen him performing over the course of a full game against a good opponent. And I think we're going to get that this Saturday. And I think he's going to look pretty great. I think at this point, after what I've seen, you know, it's it's been a big enough sample size to know that, OK, this guy is not just some flash in the pan. He's not just putting up numbers. I think he's an actual gamer. I think he has a really good feel for the game. And I think he has a really good view of the field, which I think is what Hudson Card was lacking, not just against Arkansas. But, you know, in his in his limited time playing is is, you know, he has very much tunnel vision work you know, Casey is able to kind of see everything in front of him. And that's huge, you know, especially when you have the weapons that, that he does currently, you know, not just, I mean, the offensive line is kind of fucking ass, but he still has Xavier worthy. He still has Jordan Whittington. He still has the fucking goat in the backfield, Bijan Robinson. So, you know, all he doesn't have to go above and beyond and win a game himself. All he has to do is just run the offense you know, that's it's not hard. Casey Thompson has more talent than Mac Jones and Sark turned Mac Jones into a first round pick last year. Like, that's all you need to know. Yep. Does Mac, did Mac Jones have more talent in front, around him? For sure. But at the same point, like, wh why do you need that much talent when you can scheme around it like Sark's going to do? Like, it doesn't take it doesn't take five stars at every single level to win games when you're not going up against five-star talent. And Sark went up against five-star talent at Georgia and LSU and all these other big schools. We're playing tech. Like, you don't need to have the greatest person of all time. And if you're telling me you have a quarterback that's more talented than Mac Jones in the backfield and Sark gets to coach him and scheme against other Big 12 or, you know, I guess I would call them similar defenses, you don't have to do a lot. I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot um, when Casey's been in a game to not make me think that he's the, the guy because he hasn't had a three and out, just doesn't have three and outs. Um, generally speaking, doesn't have punts uh, and is, uh, you know, he threw one interception where he was getting blown up. It wasn't like a, a horribly bad decision. So nope. he's, he's the guy. I'm down for whatever happens because honestly – like RGB3 was saying, cornerback play this season in particular 
doesn't need to be just something absolutely astronomically mind-lumbingly insane. Yeah. I think there's enough talent all over the field. I think that Texas has one of, if not the best running back room in the country right now. Uh, the with best. a bunch After of actually young, cool. with, with a young, a young crew that is ready to go full of piss and vinegar and has all kinds of ability to break your ankles, ability to truck you, ability to just turn on the afterburners and, and just get it to go into this gear that is like warp speed into another dimension. With Speaking Robinson, of war, holy oh my shit. god, that touchdown! So I was texting with everybody, and the second I saw that Keelan Robinson play, I had to drop my phone. Like I'm sitting there, have the flu. I'm texting all my buddies, like, "Oh yeah, that was a good play. That was a good play." I just dropped my phone. Holy shit! That guy was not even just shot out of a cannon. He was shot out of a jet engine. That was insane. The, how they don't run just like the touchdown play with Keelan Robinson, just like, hey. Go here and then outrun those guys. That just should be a play. Every down at this point. Holy shit, that guy's fast. Yeah, I mean, I I think everybody had you know, 400 yards rushing, four guys for over 60 yards for touchdowns, right? And it's the first time ever in, in Texas football history for that to happen. The Rice game wasn't just an ass-whipping and beating Rice, who is who is better than they usually are, right? They're yeah. not great. They're still rice, but they're not shit rice. They're decent rice. And this was a, a shutout, just complete gorilla boofing. They're they're not steamed rice. They're at least fried rice. Like they might not have, they might not be like chicken <laughs> fried rice. <laughs> like they're at least, you know, they're, they're at minimum, they're steamed rice with some soy sauce on top and not just in low sodium either. They're, they're the regular sodium soy sauce but yeah, they might be steamed either way the my favorite thing that i saw in the entire game was jonathan brooks getting some run at running back holy shit that guy had great. some wiggle to him great he looked great yeah and and the coaches were like we're so glad we got to see that that's great we're actually gonna he may actually not get garbage time playing time we may actually just deep. mix it up with him four deep at running back at this point of guys that could start at most schools out there. I mean, the Roshan Johnson ran for what was it? 75 yard touchdown. That was I nuts. didn't know. That was I nuts. didn't know he had those wheels to him. Holy shit. After crazy. two broken tackles and just go a high stepping and just killing it and just going and, and, and scoring the touchdown was great. Hey, but we have to talk about the most important play of the entire rice game. And that is one catch by Mr. Jared Wiley. Jared Wiley. The burn ends. Let's go, bitch. Burn ends. Your internet ends. dads and moms are so fucking proud. I hope all of you internet dads and moms are just so proud, and you're sitting back. And when that guy caught that touchdown, you said, "Jared Wiley, that's my baby boy right there." He's sitting there snagging TDs, kissing titties, I assume. And it, it, there's nothing better in the world at this point. If you are a donor to the Burn Ends program, like you all should be, and if you're not, fuck you. But also, also, <laughs> also, also, it's donate. just ten dollars. It's it's a it's a beer or a mixed drink at the favorite bar that you go to, plus a decent tip for your bartender. That's it is what it three. is every month. There's no excuse if you do that. You can have one less fucking drink 
and tip your bartender a little bit less so that you can give Jared Wiley, Cade Brewer, Jatavion Sanders, Juan Davis, Nate Hatter, Braden Lybrock, alls and Gunnar Helm. Gunnar Helm. All, all some some Longhorn fan love through the burn ends. Hey, listen, three Tony Shiner box from the tailgate in Arkansas. <laughs> That's what it costs. And you get to feel like an internet dad. I was so excited. I'm sitting there in my quarantine zone upstairs from the, the rest of my family watching the game. And I'm just freaking out. Burn ends. Holy shit. It's really fun, guys. Like, it's really fun. And, you know, the bigger this gets, not just with the tight ends, like as things things progress and, you know, eventually you'll hear about other things coming down the pipe. We hear you. We're listening to everybody's ideas. We love them all. Big things are happening. But for now, all you have to do, $10 a month minimum, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. Burn talking about burn ends, I am drinking my Modelo tonight out of something that's super cool. My burn ends koozie. Yes. So they look fantastic. They have our QR code at the bottom that goes to burnendsnil.com. Um, I'm, oh, no, I'm not wearing my burn ends shirt, but normally I am. I'm sure you've seen plenty of pictures of us from the RV thread of wearing our burn ends shirt. If you haven't seen us wear them, You've seen all the players wear them. So all the players have them. We have a ton now of you, Surly Horns podcast li- listeners and Burnt Ends subscribers, have the opportunity to purchase some of this swag. So we are going to do it live and in person at the tailgate. Um, so we've got a tailgate spot um, in front of LBJ for the game this weekend. If you want to know where that is, there's a thread that's sticky on the top of football. Go check that out. Um, But koozies and shirts, and uh, I think that's it for sale. For now. We do have some other swag, right? We have car magnets and everything. Those are in. So we'll start sending those out to the subscribers. But after, um, we'll probably fucking sell out, to be honest, of of everything but koozies. We bought a lot of koozies. So we'll probably sell out of t-shirts, though. but if we don't, they will be available to purchase in the Surly Horn store in, in the burn end section. And uh, they're going to be 30 bucks for a shirt. And um, for women's tanks, they're going to be also 30. But um, the women's tanks require uh, a, a picture to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, one. if you're a dude, if you're a dude, you can submit a picture as well. But there needs to be some side boot. Yeah, we got to see a little bit of it. You know, we need a little titty meat if we're gonna <laughs> if we're gonna knock out the uh, if we're gonna let you uh, uh, to purchase a tank. So we have the car magnets for anybody that signed up for the flats or the points club. We're waiting on Arctic to give us our fucking shit um, in terms of the cups, but we're gonna have the cups soon. We have the car magnets; they're sitting there waiting. But we're gonna roll out more merch. So the more shit you buy, the more cool stuff we're gonna get. Polos are definitely gonna be next. I'm a polo guy. Um, I'm a max polo guy. We're absolutely going to have some some burn ends polos for you guys to purchase here in the next couple of weeks, probably. And, you know, the more stuff you buy, because I imagine the, these shirts are probably like once. So these are not just the shitty fucking, you know, you went to a Rockets game and it was sitting on your chair, cotton, shrinkable, tossable shirt. These shirts, swear to God, not overstating it. Most comfortable shirt I own currently. 
easily. It is like the dry fit polyester material. It fits well. It doesn't shrink in the wash. I'm telling you guys right now, best shirt you'll ever buy. Makes your dick bigger. Makes your pussy tighter. It does. It does. Like, I am ripped as fuck now, guys. Like, y'all should see me. Like, when I wear my burn-in shirt, holy shit. (laughs) All right. So, let's talk about Texas Tech, um, the world beaters that they are. Uh, Currently, they are third in the Big 12. I don't know how there's even standings. Oh, because Baylor has has beat kansas that's that's why because baylor beat kansas and so now everybody's tied for got that um, win out of the way yeah, early yeah, i yeah, guess yeah. There, there you go um so texas tech let's talk about what they've done because no one gives a shit about texas tech let's be honest and nobody's watched any of their games because i doubt they've been on tv no one gives a shit about that city nobody gives a shit about matt wells nobody gives a shit about tortillas <laughs> Texas right. so, is so irrelevant. And what's funny, this is their last year of being relevant, period, because they get to play Texas. So this is, again, so one thing I want to warn the Surly listeners is Texas is going to be everybody's Super Bowl every single game, like every single game. TCU. From, yeah, from here from here out. Yeah, it's, it's Big 12 play. Everybody's coming to embarrass Texas on the way out. Of yep. the Big Twelve, they they're not gonna. They're, they're not looking to embarrass OU. They're gonna look. They're gonna play OU hard and all that stuff. But they're they've all rolled over. They've all yeah, just resigned crazy. to the fact that OU is gonna push their shit in. They still think they have a chance to knock Texas off first year in, in a new head coaching regime. They want to embarrass Texas. They want to make Texas feel like everything that they've done is a mistake. That's how everybody's coming into these games. Texas Tech's going to be no different than TCU, than Kansas State, than fucking Kansas is going to be coming. They're not even going to win a fucking... Oh, they won a game, right? They won the first game. so But they're not going to win another game. So, Texas Tech, they played Houston in week one. They won 38-21. So, nothing nothing great there. Uh, Stat line from their quarterback, 17 for 24, 231 and a touchdown. And then they've got some pretty 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 good running backs right so they've got Taj Brooks who fucks right that guy went 15 carries for 134 yards and two touchdowns that's nine yards a carry and that's on Houston you know Houston sucks but that's still a pretty good game now uh if they continued that trajectory of performance maybe we would have something to talk about about like oh man they're gonna be here and they're gonna you know give Texas a, a rough time Um, they, uh, beat Stephen F. Austin, uh, 28 to 22. Holy shit. (laughs) What? I didn't even know this. I haven't, I obviously haven't looked it up. I've been on my fucking deathbed. They let let SFA's quarterback throw 38 for 58, 343 yards. Casey Thompson's throw for 700. (laughs) 700. And and their guy threw... Two interceptions on 21 attempts against SFA. But again, but again, Taj Brooks, 11 carries for 115, 10 yards a carry, two touchdowns. Pretty good. But also against SFA. So also against SFA. Pretty good, pretty good running back. You know, they've got Xavier White who can, who can mix it up as well. Um, And then last week uh, against what I would qualify as an equivalent opponent in Rice, maybe a little worse. In the the Florida International University Panther, they won fifty four to twenty one. Giving up points alone, 
Yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting. I think I think the tech game is going to be a big deal because number one, when people hear tech, for some reason they think rivalry, and I guess it's more from the tech side. But anybody that thinks, oh, it's a Texas, you know, it's a Texas, it's a it's an in state, yeah. it's an in state game that has been going on for quite some time, and and people, you know, the horse's ass. Is pointing, you know, straight, straight at Texas and all that. You know, there's there's a lot that that goes on with the 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 whole. Um, they want to beat Texas every year, and Texas is something that they definitely circle on the calendar. But when you look at the Texas Tech Wikipedia, their rivalries <laughs> include Baylor, TCU, Texas, and Texas A and M. You can't have four fucking rivals. But who's their real rival? Who would Baylor. they consider? It has to be Baylor, right? Like that Baylor would consider them a rival, and they would consider Baylor because Texas. I don't should know. Not, I don't know. I don't know. Not. I don't know. Baylor and TCU should be should be rivals, but TCU's real rivals SMU. Um, yeah, but they don't be. get to play SMU. Oh, they do. They do play. They play every year, don't they? Or nearly every year. So, so like that's yeah. their real rivalry game. Um, I don't know. Everybody hates Baylor. Fuck Baylor. They can go fucking die to fire. Um, <laughs> that's true it's just fucking don't terrible. cover up rape and we won't hate you uh, yeah you know? i think it's, it's too late too late as much, as, as much shit as we want to talk about texas tech they haven't covered up rape that we know about so you know fuck you baylor <laughs> i don't know how i don't know how they got sideswiped in the conversation but but at the same point it's tech it's tech if straight up certainly listeners as you're listening to this if texas doesn't even cover. I think the I think the spread's minus eight. Start lining up Sark's buyout at this point. The, Texas Tech is awful, and they're gonna be awful. They are legitimately gonna fire their head coach this year. If we don't fucking cover, I will be a I will be more disappointed than the Arkansas game. Straight up. Wait, wait. This is a game. Is, I just saw this. I just saw this. Breaking news. Because you probably didn't fucking know about it either. Ray Benson is going to play halftime at the game. Really? That's awesome. Good. That's great. The Longhorn Band is still going to play too. Maybe they'll do some like combo thing. Who knows? No, that is sweet. So like at the at the game? At the game. At the game. Yeah. Oh. He's going to play at halftime in the middle of the field. Oh, Ray that's... Benson is asleep at the wheel. Going to fucking play halftime. That's actually really fucking cool. I had no idea. That's awesome. The show will feature Afro-Cuban music from Celia Cruz, uh, flamenca music from the Gypsy Kings, and a traditional mariachi tune from the Ooh. Mariachi Paredes de la Universidad de Texas. So I think this is going to be pretty dope. I'm so excited. is this the same thing as they're doing with Salt and Peppa in Salt and Peppa playing something? No, scary? no, 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 no. That's that's like the Longhorn City Limits, which, wow. by the way, is right next to the fucking tailgate. So if you want to go watch Longhorn City Limits, you can come right to the tailgate, buy your burn-ins gear, maybe just have some free beer. St. Arnold's is sponsoring. I went and bought a, a bunch of handles of liquor. I'm probably just going to make a big batch of margaritas. Um, hey, I'm going to have I'm going to wake up at like five in the fucking morning and cook like a hundred breakfast tacos and wrap them all individually with foil. Um, if I can get a printer to print me some fucking stickers that say burn ends on them, I'm going to stick those. Like, Do the burn ends cash. Do the burn ends cash on them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so come out to the tailgate, come early, wear orange, 
be loud, get drunk. Who cares? Um, don't talk shit to tech fans. That's really just kind of tacky because we're going to run all over them. It's going to be pretty ugly. Um, I'm really confident in 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 saying that. Like, I, there, there's no way that this game is is not going to be a complete domination by Texas. If it's uh, not, it's a problem. It's a problem. If this if this game isn't a domination, it is a problem. Like, start talking about Sark's buyout type of problem. <laughs> like, straight up. Because yeah, at that yeah, point... Like, I, it's not happening. So it's, it's not. Just, it's not. It's not. And I'm not trying to get negative. I'm not trying to get negative. All I'm saying is, like, this wouldn't be... I wouldn't consider it Charlie Strong with Kansas. But this is a clear indication of the current regime. Because the talent level on hand is so vastly superior to that of Texas Tech that this should not even be close. Like, not even, like, 21. Like, this should be... It's a bunch of of three stars and some four stars mixed in against all four stars and some five stars. So, it it shouldn't really even be close. The coaching staff at Texas is vastly superior to... From both Should an experience be. perspective and right, just a an overall experience perspective. Uh, respect your opponents, all that bullshit that Sark says. Fuck all that. Fucked up. Uh, let's gorilla boof these motherfuckers and show the Big Twelve what's up. And the tortilla thing is stupid. It's stupid <laughs> as shit. The tortilla thing is dumb as hell, and I don't, don't get waste it. Tortillas. Don't waste good tortillas. We were watching MasterChef earlier tonight, and some lady on that show fucked up some tortillas and it's like that's a death sentence you don't fuck with tortillas, <laughs> man. Um, but you also don't just waste tortillas and th- like i don't even know i'm not gonna miss that at all you know what we're leaving we're leaving going to an away game and as 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 not fun as the game was in arkansas that that atmosphere was so fun crazy right? that was great it's so much better than going to fucking lubbock and getting tortillas thrown at you and and getting trash talked by like the rejects of the rejects in yeah. Texas. I mean it, the game was not fun and things could have probably gotten a whole lot more not fun um with the Arkansas fans um uh, but they were all awesome probably because we lost but even before then even hell they were telling us yeah we're going to get we're going to get gorilla boofed in most of these like ever as we talk to people. So they were a lot cooler right. than somebody throwing a tortilla at you. <laughs> Gotta say. I, yeah, I mean, every every game in the SEC is just going to be infinitely better than Texas Tech, Baylor, fucking Fort Worth, TCU and Fort Worth. No one gives a shit. Road trips are going to be infinitely better. Like, they're, like, what's the worst road trip that we could make in the SEC? Mizzou. See, but I feel like that wouldn't even be that bad. I was thinking Starkville might be shitty. No, like, Starkville's fun. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good time. Yeah. Uh, I mean Vanderbilt. Uh, Nashville's that is. awesome. I mean Nashville's, Nashville's great. But Nashville's awesome. That, but Vanderbilt's just a doo doo. I don't know that. Like I don't even know why they're in the SEC. Ne- probably neither does the SEC. But they're in there and they're not going to get kicked grade, out. They're just great in baseball. <laughs> they play, yeah, play if they're really good at baseball. Um, <laughs> and going yeah, to school. Yeah. I don't know. Florida's pretty good at grades too. So is Georgia. Georgia's pretty goddamn good. So um switching gears a little bit away from football because I've had a very, very strange and kind of funny week. So Saturday, 
I wake up and it feels like outside, but inside. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, I bet my wife turned up the AC again. This is before the good weather. So if you're listening to this, like when we drop it. Yeah, yeah this is last Saturday. Is. This is before the rice yeah. game. So if you went to the rice, rice game or if you went outside last Saturday, you know that it was like 78% humidity and like 98 degrees. It was a bad day. It was a bad day. Anything and, above 90 is a bad day. And uh, my my wife, I'm taking a shit in the morning, and my wife <laughs> knocks on the door, and she's like, hey, I'm a Mac. The air conditioner has an error on the thermostat. And I was like, god damn it. <laughs> and so I was hoping that it was going to be something simple, and you know, it was like a turn it off, turn it on type thing. Uh, nope. So had AC guy come out and uh, needs a, a, it's an insignificant part, but it, there's no way to bypass it. And so have to wait till Monday to call and, and get the part, but the parts in stock and everything, it's fine. Monday parts, parts on its way. So fast forward to Monday, right? Get all that done and, and ordered and whatnot. But uh, that Sunday night, that Saturday night, and then that Sunday, uh, I slept in my office where I record the podcast and, and work uh, at my real day job. And this is the real day job. Yeah, this is this is where we make all of our money, guys. Yeah. Don't let yeah, anyone. This is pay. actually what this is actually what funds all the fun stuff. Yeah. So uh, it's a detached. I converted my pool cabana into a, a, a insulated and and a totally heated and cooled office. So I was sleeping in here on my futon because it was nice. And I didn't want to sleep in hell inside. And we leave and I go and stay with my sister who lives in South Austin with my kid and all this stuff. And I was planning on bringing him to daycare during the week so that I could just come back and and work my normal hours from, you know, eight to five or six and, you know, go pick him up and then go, you know, sleep at my sister's again. But also just be an air conditioner that whole. So I get here on Monday morning after dropping my kid off at daycare. And it also feels like outside. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And so I go over to my through wall unit that, that's here. And, you know, I turn it off and then turn it back on again. <laughs> I hear the compressor click on. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the really expensive part. So probably not not too bad and then but the fans just not blowing so the compressor turns on but there's no air movement at all and i'm just like man that's really weird uh maybe the fan motor just blew out or something and then you know i went outside and was trying to like beat on it or kick it and you know try and get the fan motor to spin or something and and i was like what is that <laughs> it smells like dead animal uh and so I was like, what is that? And I was like trying to look back in there. I couldn't see anything. But, you know, getting up next to the unit, it was like dead animals. And I was like, motherfucker, something probably got in there. And and who knows what happened? Um, and so fast forward, I order some parts and I'm, I'm thinking that it's the fan motor because something got in there and, and burned it out or something. I open it up. And the exhaust fan, it's its all on a, a single shaft, but it's two-sided. So the, the, the blower for the inside is on one side of the shaft. And then on the other side of the shaft is the exhaust fan. The exhaust fan is completely fucking destroyed, shattered. It's a five-blade <laughs> exhaust fan. 
I am looking at four of the blades eared off, and they're stuck down in the middle to where the other blade is just wedged in between them, and that's why it seemed like the the fan wasn't going. If it would have clean broke all five of them off, I probably just would have burned the AC out and not known, but it would have been fine until it wasn't. But uh, also, just a very prevalent smell of death. Just <laughs> very, very prevalent smell of death in there. And so I'm like looking around and I see it. It's a fucking frog. A frog somehow climbed up into this air conditioner and committed suicide like I wanted to do after the Arkansas game into the exhaust fan. He for sure watched the Arkansas game and just committed seppuku just directly, <laughs> directly in your air conditioning unit. Yeah. Just so goodbye, cruel world, and just fucking hit swan dived directly in your AC unit yeah. compressor. So luckily, the cold front blew in, and it's felt fucking incredible. So I've been back home for a couple days, but no AC in either the main house because the, the part is just getting in from Houston, and uh, the other parts for this one. So I've just got like shit taken apart in it's it's a madhouse. And then I, uh, you know, bought a TV and a bunch of other shit for the tailgate. And uh, so that's all strewn about in here because I'm testing a, a system because they don't allow you to bring a gas generator to this tailgate spot. You have to rent their media package. Classic Austin. <laughs> for $500 a game. $500 a game for a 40 inch TV with dish and a generator you're not allowed to plug anything else into what and and then you know i read in the terms and conditions the only generator that is allowed at this tailgate is the honda 1100 i which is a it's a great generator right they're they're really they're like very 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 quiet compared to all the other and so i get it right then i want generator noise and all that stuff so i had to figure something else out because now i can't bring the gas generator um so I get on Amazon and I'm, I've been researching these like solar generators for a while, just like it, just for camping. And I have a CPAP, so I always need something to like plug into. Um, and and it, it seemed convenient. But then I started really looking because I was like, fuck, I have to get something that's silent that I can plug a TV into and it, that they'll let me have at this tailgate thing because we can't not have TV for the people that don't get into the game. They need to watch the game like the game. So I ordered these batteries um, and they're just these crazy Chinese batteries that are awesome. They'll run a 45, it's a 43 inch TV. They'll run a 43 inch TV for four and a half hours each. And um, that, so we got nine hours of TV time Easy that we can, we can, yeah, easy. And I bought a solar panel that can charge one while the, while, you know, when it runs out, it can get recharged by the solar. And I, I think we could, I think we could, sque- I think we could squeeze out. I think we could squeeze out 12 hours of TV time. Easy. You're going to be there all day at that point. <laughs> yeah. We're going to fucking record the podcast. Yeah, we should. We should. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the tailgate's going to be awesome, right? We're going to have a, a really good setup. The, the other, you know, that all cost me, you know, a, a little more than $500 to, for the TV and, and everything. So, and a stand and, and all of it. So now um, we're just going to, if we get, like this spot, we're going to stay in this spot. If not, we'll find a different spot. But um, from now on, every home game, we're going to have a, a tree fitty slash burn ends tailgate. 
Yeah, so and uh, we're going to be next thing. to the uh, Orange Bloods tailgate, which is just Jeff Ketchum eating infinity wings in front of everybody else. It's just him in a 20 by 20. Just just, just looks like a Golden Corral sponsored it. Just They have a chocolate fountain that he's dipping his pizza in. <laughs> yeah, pizza and wings. Very classy joint That's over there. Huge. Uh, fuck Jeff Ketchum. Fuck Orange Bloods. Uh, if you know anybody that reads Orange Bloods, you need to tell them to to drop their fucking subscription and, and stop just... wasting your money. Are you kidding me, Jeff? They don't even Ketchum? have scoop. They don't have scoop on shit. No, they don't know shit. Why would they know shit? That guy hasn't taken his mobility scooter outside of the fucking city limits of Austin in thirty years. Are you kidding me? Fuck you, Jeff Ketchum. You bitch. Hey, return the money you stole from Cole Pittman's family, you dick. Hey, so um, you know what is really cool that happened that we have not seen in quite a long time is the Friday before game, head coach of the Texas football team traveling around trying yep. to get get a peek at them crutes. Swag copter. He's 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 back on the swag copter. <laughs> yeah, he he's. It looks like they're finally getting out and about. I I feel like Herman did that, but obviously nobody a little would, bit, a little yeah, bit. I don't think anybody would want Herman to do that. No one had him, him. He just showed up, and they were like, "Fuck, you coach oh, Texas, fucking Tom's here, guys." <laughs> hey, nobody talks shit. It's Tom's here. Tom's here. Fucking everybody talks shit. Fuck that guy. Anyway. Um, we're out there. We're out there. We're getting FaceTime with recruits from yep. the, from the coaching staff. Currently, the way. number three recruiting class based on twenty four sevens rankings. Um, on three ranking TBD, yeah. but I think it's going to be pretty high up there on on three's rankings as well. Um, yeah. If you're not, and, and and we usually don't pimp out nine ninety fivers and stuff. I am actually very excited for the new rankings that they're going to be introducing in the next three to five weeks. Um, yep. they're, they're going to be really ass. cool. I think you should cancel your rivals or 24 seven subscription and just subscribe to on three because Agreed. fuck those two. And ESPN doesn't need your fucking money. Sure. Um, if, if all we had was on three and ESPN fine. Yeah, no, the on three is cool. Like they're going to have their own, like, like literally player miles per hour on the field, like wearing game pads. Like they're going to have such crazy, like stat shit. It's going to be so much better. They already have like the better 995ers out there too with inside, even just in the inside Texas guys are better than, I mean, fucking Chip Brown. Are you kidding me? Catch them. Are you kidding me? Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. But you know who's cool? Danny Davis. Yeah. Hey, all Amer- yeah. The Austin Shout American statements, statesman wanted to uh, do Go read all his fucking articles. Everybody, everybody click on all fucking Danny Davis's click on his fucking name. I don't care if you read them or not. Click on every one of his articles and leave the page open for at least two minutes. Get that guy all the fucking clips. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, they've, they've, the media has been pretty awesome with the burn end stuff. And when I guess when you have just a baller fucking idea, People want to write baller fucking articles about you, but go read the articles. They're they're pretty cool, and um, you know, spread it to everybody. That's a big, that's the best thing you can do as a Texas fan is just spread this shit to everybody that you possibly know. Texas well, fans and sign up, right? Sign up oh, first, yeah, and then tell up. everybody that you know. And like, don't be a don't be a bitch too. Like, if you don't sign up, you're a bitch. Know that forever. And and hey, everybody sees it on Surly. If you don't sign up and you don't have that orange username or the burn ends, burn ends flare, you're a bitch ass bitch. Everybody knows it. 
Okay, so uh, we do have a really good basketball team, and we have a really good basketball team, and they have been straight up talking some shit. Have you they seen have. this? I haven't, actually. Now that you said that, I've not, I've oh. not seen this. Oh, yeah. So they are saying <laughs> if you're if you're Texas and, and right you have got to embrace the hate. I imagine it's not easy to play for the Yankees, the Lakers or the Cowboys and that's what this deal is all about. This isn't for everybody. Fuck everyone, man. That's what's up. Whenever you have a coach that's that's willing to go up there, talk embrace some it. shit, embrace, embrace it. it. Embrace it. Embrace the hate and let the hate flow through you. Hate, 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 <laughs> the player's ball. So as a recent Cowboys fan and a always Astros fan and even a Rockets fan to an extent, I'm very much used to the hate. I love the hate. It feels good. It feels good knowing that people, when you win, people fucking hate that. They despise it. They do not like it one fucking bit. And the fact that that is basically my entire existence, I want you to hate me, guys. I want I hate me. Why shouldn't you hate me? <laughs> uh, so uh, if you haven't been keeping up, uh, Texas basketball, they're, they're practicing. They're doing offseason practice and everything. It's looking pretty good because the team stacked. Final like, four top, bucks, baby. Top, yeah, top five. Top five talent from a talent perspective, easy, easy. Yep. Yeah, everybody at this point, like Lenardi, all those guys are already projecting Texas to be in the top number one overall seed, you know, conversation, which is crazy. When was the last time we had that? And and not just the talent to back it up, but the coach to back it up at the same point. Like, man, and we're talking Oh, yeah, about Chris Beard's out for blood, dude. He's out for blood. He said, fuck this roster. I don't give a shit. I'll bring in all goddamn new players, and we're going to go, and we're going to fucking win a championship year. We were talking about a, maybe they are going to win 10 games if they kept Shaka, and now, man, we're talking about Texas Tech hating us right now for football. Holy shit, Lubbock is going to be on fire when Chris Beard comes back. Holy shit, they're going to freak out. It is going to be an absolute meltdown when Chris Beard goes back to Texas Tech for the first time. And the last time. Right, because it'll oh, yeah. probably, I don't know if it's the, because they play a home and away. I don't know if the last time will be at Tech. But the this next time that Texas plays Texas Tech will be the last time he ever has to go there. Feels ever. good. Fuck that city. Fuck Lubbock. Red Rash, Raider <laughs> Rash, whatever you want to call it. Fuck that entire city. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. You're nine hours from anywhere decent. Terrible. All right. So we've got. Um, we mentioned Sark out on the recruiting trail, Sark after dark, but we do have some other recruits, RGB3. What's going on with all of our recruits at Texas? So we got lots of recruits. So we're the number three class currently. Do I think we're going to stay there? Probably not. Do I think good things are about to happen? Yes. Jordan Hudson's coming in for an official visit. Denver Harris is coming in for an unofficial visit this Saturday. We got Devin Campbell coming in for an unofficial visit. There are a lot of guys, a lot of talent out there. Does this class have the chance to be a top three class? Yes. If they close on the Evan Stewart's, Devin Campbell's of the world, absolutely they do. And then there's one name out there that's coming for the Oklahoma State game with a ton of other people. It looks like Oklahoma State game is going to be like the big recruiting weekend for the staff, which is 
think in two weeks. So not this one, not the next one, but the one after. So I think it's, yeah, Tech, TCU, then Oklahoma State. That Oklahoma State game, we have the one and only Arch Manning taking his, I guess it's not official, right? I don't know. Got to be. It's got to be an unofficial. He can't take an official to his senior year. So, yeah. He's so going he's he's to commit. He's commit. He's, yeah, he's in. He's going to commit. And you know who else is going to commit? We're calling it now. Crystal ball pick, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Jaleel Skinner. We're dropping bags, motherfucker. And he's Burn coming. Ends. Burn ends, motherfucker. We're dropping bags. Jaleel Skinner's going to be in the class with Arch Manning. Arch Manning's first touchdown pass to Jaleel Skinner is going to taste really fucking good. Really fucking good, guys. As long as you're a burn end and an internet dad to your tight ends. Um, so lots to look forward to. Um, probably some pain in the future, right? There's a lot of people on the board right now, and Texas can't can't get all the room. So there's and gonna low. be some misses. There's <laughs> gonna be some misses, and it's gonna fucking suck, and there's gonna be meltdowns, but we're also gonna get some pretty big names here to round out the 22 class. And it's going to be real nice. So we were really kind of, we were down on it. We're like, maybe like barely staying in the top 10. I think this is it. Like now I think it stays top six chance at chance at, at breaking the, the top five. I could see it. Yeah, no, I think it'll be at least top, you know, I would say seven, is is a realistic goal and uh they just raised the class number or whatever you can have seven more commits so i guess the number is 32 instead of 25 so it'll be interesting to see you know how wide that net that they cast and what that kind of looks like moving forward for the 2022 class um because there's and all you got to do is win if you win recruiting takes care of itself you know, you have the SEC to sell. Hopefully, you have Arch Manning to sell. You have a lot of things to sell. All you got to do is win. Name, that's that's it. And these, this next f- stretch of four games is crucial. Tech, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. If you go 4-0 in there, you're talking about a top eight Texas team go into the Big 12 championship game because the rest of the schedule is fucking ass. You got to at least go 3-1 and one in these next four games. If you do that, things are looking great. Not just recruiting, not just in terms of the current season, but future seasons, move to the SEC, everything. It, these next four games, this next month is crucial. I mean, Oklahoma's looking pretty sus. Like, Nebraska sucks. Nebraska sucks ass. They're they're bad. They're like... The Rattler sucks ass. I mean, but they were at... I, I bet if they play at Nebraska, they get they get the Arkansas tree. Like, I, I straight up think that that would have happened. But For uh, sure. they were at home, and... Uh, it was close until the very end. Yeah. They, where, they uh, Scott one. Frost literally cannot coach. And they literally cannot lost. They, they should have lost to Tulane the, the week before. Uh, I they, mean, dude, it was all like when they got that extra point blocked and, and, and run back for the mm-hmm. two points. Scott Frost should have gone for two there. Number yeah. one. Made no sense. He, he, he should have gone for two. Like, period. You go for two there all the time because even if you don't, it does. It's it's inconsequential. If you kick a field goal, you're still tied. Um, you go for the win there, right? That that that, and then that two point swing put the game just just out of the distance, and and then they scored again, and that's a nine point swing, and then the wheels just came off because Scott Frost is just a bad coach. He's just yep. a shitty coach, and he just can't coach. And so they made a lot of other boneheaded calls, and then fucking. Uh, 
Martinez, who's played for fucking 14 years at Nebraska. Eric Crouch graduated. Eric uh, Crouch graduated and went to the NFL, and then and then Martinez. And then, has been Martinez kids. there. Uh, Tommy we do know that it's a, We do know that it's a different Martinez. Yeah. They were just trolling. But that guy takes two fucking sacks when they have no timeouts left. Defense does its job. He takes two fucking sacks. Terrible. 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 Just bad. They're just a bad football team. And Oklahoma nearly fucking lost it. They're going to catch one talk. You can talk about rivalries all you want, whatever. They were at Oklahoma, and they lost to a doo-doo garbage Nebraska. Or they almost lost to garbage Nebraska. They should have lost to it. I mean, yeah, it's it'll be interesting. And hopefully, like, these aren't the only early struggles that they have. Like, hopefully, they just keep showing their red ass the entire time. Because the team that we watched last Saturday and even the Saturday before is the most beatable Oklahoma team we've seen in years. Uh, I would like to see through these next games. So let's let's go back to our handy dandy that uh, has our predictions. So oh, shit, uh, don't look at the Arkansas one. <laughs> La, Louisiana La, you la la, right? Thirty eight eighteen was the score. Uh, I, uh, I we had forty eight fourteen. So it's we were right. off. We Ten were days. off by a little bit uh, on both both ends. Uh, we had thirty eight twenty eight Texas for Arkansas. We're not going to talk uh, about that. Yeah, um, sixty four to zero is what we had for Rice. Uh, was it fifty four to zero? Something like yeah, that. It was. It was. So we're pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty, pretty close. close. Um, so Tech, we have fifty five to eight. I like it. I still feel good about it. Looks like so we keep 50, being 10 points off. I'm going to go 45-18 now. I think that's what this 55, is. 55, it doesn't matter. You can't revise these now. 55-18, oh, yeah, yeah. um, so they get blowed out. Uh, TCU, 34-28. I don't like that. I I, I fucking said 52-7. to Because I, I think we'd just embarrass. But so let, let's talk about this. So uh, with, with that, 54 uh, to nothing on Rice. If it is 55-18 to 18 Tech, 52-7 to 7 TCU. And thirty-five twenty-five OU and fifty-eight twenty-one Oklahoma State. I don't know. I don't think Texas. I, think I still so. think they snub. They snub. They they don't let Texas back in until they beat Oklahoma again, and then they and then they like unfairly jump them to like a number six four. and one Texas team that is pretty handedly beaten everybody except one hiccup against Arkansas. Maybe not top ten, but you're talking at least top thirteen, like. I mean, the, those are some pretty fucking good team. Tech, no, TCU, dude, because what the hell, they're all unranked. State. They're all unranked. So Tech's unranked, TCU unranked, OU is number four, but they definitely shouldn't be. They're yeah, but they're I mean, it's also Texas. You know you're going to get that BOMC, that, that burn orange media conspiracy. You know you're going to get that little bit of bump, and beating beating OU alone is going to jump them into the top 20. You follow that up? Oh, the top 20, the top 20, maybe the top 15. I just don't. I don't see it. If they go, if they beat Kansas hundred to zero, that's a top four finish. Because <laughs> that's what we have predicted right now: hundred and one to zero. Hundred and one. Hey, you you'd know what? I'm, gonna, you'd I'm love changing to see my it. prediction for Kansas, guys. Hundred and two to zero. Let's go. Oh, you'd love. You'd love to see it. I'm going to change it for you. That one is the only one we will finish. But um, I, you know, I, I'm optimistic. I think that Texas is very much alive. Uh, going into Big 12 play to play for a Big 12 championship in year one. OU seems to be the only real threat to that. Um, if Texas 
plays to their ability that they've shown in both the Rice and the ULA games, and really actually late in, in the Arkansas game, it didn't look too bad um, when Casey was in there. It didn't look horrible. Uh, if they played to that that level, I think, you know, OU, whatever that happens there, that's always a crazy game. Um, I think Texas plays OU twice. This- I agree. I agree. It's been my prediction for, since the beginning. So we'll see. And it starts with Tech. Beat Tech. Take care of business today. It's all you need. I'm not a coach. Fuck Tech. Run them the fuck over. Run fucking t- the cockroaches must be fucking stomped. You got to stomp fucking TCU at, at home. Point. Make them fucking feel like that burning rage that A and M felt whenever Eternal Scoreboard was had. That's what we need to go on fucking Eternal Scoreboard fucking tour this season. That's what it needs to be all about. At some point, Bijan Robinson is going to just absolutely go off on somebody, and it wasn't just against Rice. He could have scored infinity touchdowns against Rice. But there's going to be an opponent where Bijan's going to have to run, you know, like, hey, it's close enough, whatever. We need just to feed the motherfucker the entire time. And it's going to be in these next four games. I don't think it's going to be against Tech. My guess is going to be against oh, dude, I would State. love it. I would love it if it was against OU. Though. 350 yards, four touchdowns. I would love it if it was against like OU. It just, would be incredible if it was OU. Oh, my it's God. Are you kidding incredible. me? It would be okay. it would go down on the lore. <laughs> so we are at the segment that is a fan favorite. Shout out Kyle Umlang, uh, who wrote 101 facts that every Texas fan needs to know about Aggies and shit like that. Eh, close uh, to know. What is the Aggie fact? Of our Here's a great one. Aggie fact of the week number 20. There is not a single football player. In Texas A&M's entire 125-year program history, who has more total yards, total touchdowns, or bowl wins in their career than Sam Ellinger. 125 years, and Sam Ellinger would have been their best player of all time. I mean, to be fair, he is the number three player of all time at Texas. Yes. Well, Well, quarterback. That boy, Minute. What is your favorite tailgate food and drink? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm an easy, I'm a simple man in terms of tailgating. I need one thing and one thing only. I need queso. It's all I need. Doesn't matter. I need a, a surprising answer. I'm shocked. I need a crock pot full of queso. I need a big bowl of Tocito scoops. They're awful. I don't fucking care. I'm a, I'm a Julio's chips guy. But when you're eating a tailgate food, it's the Tostito scoops, and I need the queso, and I needed to have some meat in it too. I need some ground beef in there, um, just Velveeta Rotel ground beef, maybe some jalapenos, you know, whatever else you want to fucking throw in there. But I need the crock pot full of queso. It's the most important thing of the entire tailgate to me. I love. I'm a hot dog guy. I'm a burger guy. Brisket, whatever you want to fucking do, fancy. I'm all about it. But I need. The standard crock pot full of queso. Secondary dip, we're talking buffalo chicken dip. Love a good buffalo chicken dip. And drink? In terms of drink, um, you know, I'm normally a standard beer guy. Just give me a beer. Um, I'm not a keg beer guy anymore. I've grown out of those phases of my life. Um, but, you know, give me a solid can of Shinerbach. Uh, Crawford Bach is my favorite. 
Um, just, you know, give me the standard Cambia. And if, and if you're talking about mixed drink, you want me to throw a cocktail in the mix. Um, I'm a mimosa dude. I don't care. I'm a man enough to admit it. Um, that actually got us started off at the Arkansas. Dude, we had some manmosas. We did have some manmosas. So there were four of us and we ordered, or I say we, I I ordered two bottles of champagne because (laughs) I was getting breakfast and it sounded really good. And I figured I was going to drink a bottle myself. So give me a mimosa for, if we're talking about 11 a.m. start, give me a mimosa. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, a whiskey and Coke, you know, vodka tonic, gin and tonic, whatever. doesn't really matter, especially if you're okay. in a tailgate. All right. So I have some some important caveats for my tailgate. Uh-oh. Number one, it is not August, September, or fucked up October, whatever I'm saying is. Right. This is nice. What you think of traditionally as great football weather. So we're talking the current weather. We're talking about 80 outside, yeah, yeah. 70, yeah, yeah. high 80, low at 65. Maybe, maybe even low 80s, low, low humidity, beautiful night, right? Uh, a great, great day of tailgating. That, that weather, I am 100% a boil guy. I need a boil oh, at nice. a tailgate. Yeah, I don't care what kind of boil it is. Can't really get crawfish. I, I don't yeah, I think so. Say, you're, right? you're outside of crawfish um, season but, at this point. No, no, but you can do a shrimp and crab boil. Oh, man, it's so good. Um, we had one of the best boils when um, me and, and Burnt Eyes actually went to the Wisconsin-Nebraska game in 2000. And the, the, I think it was 2012. But it was a really great experience. And... There was a boil there, and it was just absolutely perfect weather. The beer um, was flowing, but not going to lie, Flask Jameson. Hey, there you go. Flask Flask hits different. Flask it Jameson. Different. It's a little warm. It's it's uncomfortably oh. warm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uncomfortably warm, but it also just hits. It does hit. It does hit. And, and you always think like, okay, 12 ounces of something in a flask. You think... Oh man, the f- a flask is going to go quicker than you think. That's twelve full shots. It just one flask of something lasts longer than you think. The source being every wedding I've ever been to in my entire life. Yeah, but I am also a good sucker for for a really good uh, hamburger or or hot dog. Um, another another one of my favorite things, even when it's hotter than fuck outside, where it's just oppressively hot. Um, I I love bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers with yes. green cheese in the middle those are fucking dank right little get, them from, get them from h-e-b get them from h-e-b if you want get them from you're making them yourself i don't give a shit but they're good i'm a Did big fan dove? of the uh, bacon wrapped dove with the jalapeno inside oh fuck me oh dude i gotta go i gotta go so get some good. dove so good my i have a buddy shout out jake he makes them every single tailgate because he just kills a shit ton of dove and then freezes out them. every time he goes out. <laughs> yeah, and and then it's just bacon wrapped jalapeno dove, and it is so good. It's so good. Oh man, that sounds awesome. Okay, and with that, we are ending this episode. Fuck you, tech. <laughs> and sign up for the burn ends. Sign up ten dollars a month. Burn ends at al.com. Yeah, burn ends at al.com. Get some burnendsnil.com. Burnendsnil.com. I'm going to keep saying. If you're that. if you're hungry, come get dinner with the tight ends. It's going to be a really good time. Hook them. Hook them. <laughs>